everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanna tell you about a free webinar we have coming up tomorrow. The topic is New Year, New You, making the most of mid-year adjustments. It's a new year and we've got an incredible opportunity right now to course correct based on our experiences in the first half of the school year. Tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central and learn how to identify, communicate, and reinforce mid-year adjustments. We want to help you get ready for a great second half of the academic year. To sign up, head over to studereducation.com slash events and click on the January 11th webinar on the right side of the page. Now let's dive into today's episode. Joining us today is Mary Stackhouse, our creative content analyst and now producer of the Accelerate Your Performance podcast. Mary worked behind the scenes on the podcast when she first joined the student education team in March of 2021. She produces video in a variety of ways for our team. This includes content she creates for our virtual platform, Nine Principles Academy, Teacher Ready, as well as for internal events like What's Right in Education. Mary has developed resources for our blog and 9P Leadership Development Platform. She has also developed resources to help support parents for our Parent as Learning Coach platform, as well as help produce the Schoolhouse podcast. She also serves on our events team. But let me take a moment and tell you a little bit about Mary's impressive experiences prior to joining our team. Mary studied at the University of Alabama, where she earned a Bachelor of Arts, double majoring in telecommunications and film, and Spanish. She went on to earn a Master's of Science in Broadcast Journalism at Boston University. During that time, she won the Natalie Jacobson Internship established by WCBB and Hart Argyle Television, Inc. to pay tribute to journalist Natalie Jacobson. As an intern, Mary worked in the newsroom at WCBB in Boston, where she gained experience writing and packaging news stories. During her final semester at Boston University, Mary moved to New York City for an internship with World News with Charles Gibson, where she gained experience working behind the scenes in the newsroom, as well as in the field, shadowing producers and correspondents. Mary went on to accept a position as a reporter in Huntsville, Alabama at WHNT-TV, where she gained experience working as a reporter delivering live reports, breaking news coverage, and producing segments for Crime Stoppers. Mary's on-air experience includes her work at Neighborhood Network News in Boston, BUTV10, BU Student-Run Newscasts, WIAT-TV in Birmingham, and most recently, her role at WZDX News in Huntsville, where she worked as a weekend news anchor and reporter. In her role there, she produced the 9 p.m. show on the weekends, which she also anchored. In addition to doing news reports during the week, she also produced a Valley's Top Teacher segment, which highlighted outstanding teachers across the Tennessee Valley. At WZDX, 
Mary had the opportunity to grow as a storyteller and to grow her video production skills. Mary's professional background is rooted in storytelling and customer service. We're lucky to bring her expertise to serving as the new producer of Accelerate Your Performance. I'm so excited to work in partnership with Mary Stackhouse to bring valuable content to you, our listeners, every week. Mary, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Janet. It's an honor to be here, and I'm excited to experience the podcast from this side. So thank you. Absolutely. So let's get started, Mary. At the onset of your professional path, you know, what attracted you to media and television? So I'll answer this question by sharing a little bit how I got into journalism. I always enjoyed writing and creating art um, as a child. And I first discovered this in the fifth grade. So my teacher gave us an assignment to create our own poetry books and do the art for it. And I absolutely loved it. And from then on, I knew that I loved to write and create stories. And so in high school, I took creative writing and journalism. And I liked writing poetry a lot, too. I actually won a few poetry writing awards when I was in high school. When I was a senior, I submitted a poem for a state poetry contest, and it won first place. And I was invited um, with other winners to go to the governor's mansion to meet the governor's wife, which was a really cool memory. But I continued creative writing. And in college, I really became a news junkie. I started watching the news a lot. Megyn Kelly at the time was one of my favorites. I watched the news every day. I just loved it. And I also read a lot. So I loved the magazine format for packaging stories. And I would read magazines like cover to cover. You know, it wasn't just looking at the pictures for me. So some of my favorites were National Geographic, Harper's Bazaar, Marie Claire, and Architectural Digest. And I literally, like I said, read these from cover to cover. The storytelling was really good. And I was always fascinated by the reporters that were writing the story and just their observations about who they were interviewing and writing about. And I always paid attention to, you know, the locations where they did the interviews, what they were doing, you know, how they got the person to open up and really talk. And so that was just very intriguing to me. And all of this is what got me into this industry, just a curiosity, you know, wanting to be in the know what's new, what's happening in the world, and just being able to get close to really interesting people and hear their stories. I'll never forget it. Great. You know, that's great, Mary. And I think about, you know, the um, so many things and in, in your the answer there, but I think about the the concept of curiosity. You know, I talk about I've talked about it quite a bit on the podcast. And as we think about learning, you know, I just um, whether we want to be a good leader, we want to be a good professional, we want to be a good student. You know, I've, I've just come to learn that curiosity is really a key driver, you know, to, to people who are high performers. So, you know, that that curio- the curiosity part of what you're talking about, I think, is really significant in what's, what you bring to us as well as the skill set. You know, I, as I said in your introduction, you had some great internships and work experience that helped you professionally grow. So talk a little bit about those. Absolutely. Like you said in the introduction, I went to Boston University to pursue a master's of science in journalism. And while I was there, I was also so fortunate to have some incredible internship opportunities. So I produced a story on the 2008 presidential election in New Hampshire, which is a swing state. And so I submitted it to WCVB News in Boston and I got an internship in their newsroom. 
And the internship really prepared me for my first job in news because I got to experience what news reporters did in the field. I worked with a photographer, you know, rode with him when he was going out to capture video of things that were happening in Boston. And a lot of these stories were of national relevance, things that were being talked about in national news. So it was really exciting for me. And, you know, just getting to ask questions to the photographer and learn how to tell and capture stories with visuals and sound too. And even writing for TV, you know, and, and listening to the photographer's ideas for, hey, this would be a good question that you should ask. And so I also lived in New York City for one of the semesters of my graduate studies. And I interned at World News with Charles Gibson, which was really cool. I studied photojournalism at CUNY. My professor there was Jim Estrin, and he's a New York Times photographer. And he was at the time, he was also co-founder and co-editor of the Times photography blog, The Lens. And so I learned a lot from him, but I also, I think the biggest thing was just the importance of curiosity and listening when it comes to storytelling. Yeah, how incredible. You know, I mean, as I read through your bio, I mean, I just was like, oh my gosh, my gosh, with the, the individuals you've had the opportunity to connect with and learn from in the field. So you've had an incredible opportunity. And I, I, I know that that doesn't just happen by luck. I mean, it happens by your proactiveness, Mary. And I've, I've witnessed that on our team. You know, you go after it and you go, I mean, you look for ways to find solutions and to get it done, you know, and I, and I, I know that probably is just part of who you, you are, but you've, you've learned from experts in the field. Is there anything else that rings a bell to you that helped you professionally grow as you've learned from these experts? Definitely. So in my final semester of my graduate program, I took a magazine writing class taught by Rick Bragg, and he's a former New York Times correspondent and also a New York Times bestselling author, just an incredible writer, really incredible Southern literature. But I got some really practical advice from him that I still put into practice today. He wrote for print, but his advice totally translated to writing for TV and for content writing, which I still do. So when writing a story, you don't have to start with the first sentence of the piece. Sometimes we can get stuck there and it's hard to get started. But he just, you know, advised us just start writing even from the middle and then you can flesh it out. As you continue to write, you can massage the language and the piece starts to take shape. And then you can go back and write the beginning of it in the end. And so that was excellent advice that's helped me meet deadlines and just really practical, good advice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I ever got that advice, but I'm a terrible starter of things. I mean, I, if I, if I stayed there, Mary, I'd never be able to move because I can't, I can't start anything by starting. I have to like, just dive in. I've, I've just, I think I've just learned to manage that just to be able to move to the next step. Sometimes I'm better with somebody getting somebody else to come back and say, hey, how would you start this? You know, and just yeah, getting that, that help. It is great, great advice. And man, what what phenomenal experiences. You should be, you know, so proud of, of um, your accomplishments. And again, I, I know that those weren't just handed to you. You worked um, very, very hard to get those. I um, Right now, I'm just thinking about, you know, I'm a sports fan. So John Madden, you know, passed away, who was one of the greatest coaches of all time. And, you know, he said, um, you know, he just said, I had fun and everything that I did. I never really had a job. And you know, it's about people working hard and having fun and doing the right things. And, you know, all the all the, the experience that you've had, it's 
you were just doing the right things to get good experiences there. Let's shift just a little bit. As you know, we have a large K-12 audience and thinking about if someone in K-12 wanted to choose media, you know, a, a young kid, a student wanted to choose media and television as a profession, you know, what advice would you give young people today? That's a great question. I would definitely encourage them to stay on top of what's happening and whatever their area of interest is. So if it's politics, stay on top of what's happening in politics, business news, fashion, whatever it is, just stay on top of what the latest is. And then I would also encourage them to seek opportunities to shadow a reporter or photographer or producer or whatever it is that they want to do. Maybe even try to get an internship doing that and get as close as possible to the work that intrigues them. And then I would encourage them to ask questions every day of that internship or if they're shadowing, just be prepared to ask a lot of questions. Also be prepared with sharing story ideas daily. If you want to be in the news, pitching stories every day will become second nature if you just get in the habit of doing it. And then it becomes easy and you just never, you're never at a loss for having a story every day. You should have multiple ideas. Um, you know, yeah. so I know there are probably a lot of, uh, a lot of young people who'd love to talk to you, a lot of college kids who'd love to talk to you too. And that's what came into my mind. I'm like, I, I have some, some connections that I know I can make that, that people, young people can learn from you who have the same passion that, that you have. So as we close today, you know, I look forward to, to working with you. Um, and let's end the last two questions about our team. You know, a little bit about your work with our team. You work with our team in the field, shooting video and telling stories. You work with us. You know, what do you like most about this work? What I think I enjoy the most is that I'm constantly learning in this role. So a lot of the content that I capture on camera and that I get to work on, it's designed and you know often written by our coaches to help leaders and teams be their best. And I learn from it too. So whether it's a coach teaching leadership, you know, a leadership principle or talking about how to communicate better, or maybe it's even a role play conversation and I'm shooting it, I'm learning too. And so the content was really important to me. So when I shifted out of news, I really wanted to find a job where I felt connected to the content and I felt that it made a difference in other people's lives. And that's what drew me to want to be a part of this team is that, you know, I felt like that's what you are doing. And, you know, the content is making a difference. And I also love working on the video stories for what's right in education. And I just have so much fun doing the interviews and asking questions and just figuring out how to piece the visuals together and use sound to help bring the story alive. So that's I love the it. Mm -hmm. I favorite. love it, Mary. You know, and I, to our listeners out there, you know, I, we're learning. Mary's been part of our team for uh, several years, but we're learning, you know, we're learning her talents and skills. So look out because because we're going to we're going to really push forward with some of the great storytelling and bring her talents to the forefront. And speaking of that, I am so excited, really excited that you're going to be the producer of Accelerate Your Performance. You know, I, I, I've mentioned to you, you can teach me, Mary, you know, you have the experience to teach me how to how to get better and be better and to do things in ways that our listeners will have even a better experience. So as we close today, what excites you about being the producer of our podcast? Well, Janet, I'm really excited to work with you two on this. And, you know, I've really enjoyed listening to the podcast since joining this team. And what I like about it most is that the episodes are thought provoking and they challenge us to be better. You know, they're simple. You get to the point, 
you make it easy to digest. And in your solo episodes, you challenge us to reflect and to choose like a clear next step for ourselves. And, you know, I've personally learned how valuable reflection time is from listening to this podcast. That's what you encourage in a lot of your solo episodes. And before I started listening, it's something that I didn't take the time to do very often, but it is a valuable thing. And so I also like that there's um, practical, simple takeaways that leaders can glean from every single episode. You keep it simple. And so in the guest interviews, you know, I enjoy hearing the perspectives of other leaders who share about, you know, their experiences and what's happening in their journey. And those conversations are really valuable. And so I'm definitely excited to work with you on producing new episodes this coming new year. So thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, thanks so much, Mary. And I look forward to this coming year. You know, we're going to start strong. And um, although we're going into a year of, of, you know, continued difficulties, I'm very hopeful, very hopeful for what this year is going to bring, very hopeful of what we can do together on this podcast, hopefully to help our listeners. Um, and again, for any of you listeners, if you have any ideas or suggestions for us, Mary and I will be open to, to your feedback. As you can see, Mary's a great storyteller and can capture your story. So we're looking forward to doing more of that in 2022. Mary, thank you again. Thank you so much, Janet. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. Please share the podcast and take a moment to leave a rating in Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you. Also, you can find more resources related to today's episode at studereducation.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week, everyone.